Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Like a blind man wandered along, where 
Hello everyone, welcome to Straight White Whale, my name's Darren Connell. That was I Saw The Light. Did you enjoy that, Paul? A wee bit, aye. Took me back to the scheme, because there was a lot of banjos getting fucking played where I grew up. Aye, hairy banjos. <laughs> <laughs> that was an uh, open letter to God about um, seeing the light, and I, I think I've seen the light, even though God abandoned me. I'm not going to go down that road, it's too dark. Welcome to Straight White Whale, everybody. This is episode 78. We are sponsored by Merchant City Medical. Look at my hair, mate. I need a haircut. It's beautiful. Thank you very much. Someone on my TikTok the other day said I looked like a disabled Elvis. I was like, is that supposed to be an insult? Because <laughs> I'll fucking take that every single day of the week. I get a hair transplant at Merchant City Medical. Merchant City Medical is a company based in Glasgow that provide hair loss treatments. They also do um, full hair transplants to, you know, numerous other things that you can do that's just a step behind a hair transplant. If you're a male or a female and you're self-conscious about losing your hair, get in touch with Merchant City Medical. There'll be a wee video that pops up on the screen Showing uh, me when my hair was looking incredible. It's still looking amazing, even though I need a haircut today. Look, guys, it's 2023, man. If you're if you're self-conscious about losing your hair, stop all that shit. Phone Merchant Set and Medical. And I shouldn't have drank a bottle of Lucasade before <laughs> I've done this. I'm pure, like, my face is pure. Ah! <laughs> Say that again, phone her. Phone Merchant City Medical. Go in for a checkup, free consultation, and they'll sort you out, man. I've got nothing to prove here. I went in, I paid a £500 deposit, I set up a direct debit, and then I paid the rest off. It's the best thing I've ever done. Started off quite hard, it was a sore procedure, but anything that's worth having doesn't come easy, you know what I mean? It says it in the Bible, Paul. So see if you are worried about your hair, just phone them. Information comes up on the screen. Get them phoned. Please don't sack me. Merchant City Medical. I'm trying to keep it together. I've got my hair, but everything else is fucked. Michael Burns as well. <laughs> I'm absolutely fucked. Help me. I saw the light. I saw the light. God's abandoned me. God's abandoned me. Why have you abandoned me, God? Why have you abandoned me? Why? Why? I've got nothing left, God. £500 deposit, but... Lamb Solutions Limited, Michael Burns, he went to my primary school. He also went to my high school. We have done ecstasy together. He's a time serve joiner. If you need any work done in your house... From bathrooms, kitchens, outside garden work, phone Michael Burns. His number will come up on the screen. Even just phone him for a phone box and just do that. <laughs> God has abandoned me. But genuinely, if you need some treat, I've not had my breakfast today, man. I'm fucked. Empty stomach. <laughs> I've not eaten for years. I think I'm going to die. Michael Burns, phone him. Same again as Lamb Solutions. Limited, no, no, sorry, Merchant City Medical, phone Michael, free consultation. You want a hair transplant off Michael? Fuck it, aye. Fuck it, he'll get a bash. Might not be good, might be shite, but it's worth a bash. You know the, the Astro Turf grass? Uh-huh. He'll go and staple that to your head. 
Right. Do you know what? Fuck Merchant City Medical. Just get Michael Burns to you. Yeah, transplant. <laughs> no, but look, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you to Michael Burns. Thank you to Merchant City Medical. It keeps the lights on to the podcast. If you are listening to the podcast, we also have a Patreon. You can sign up for £5 a month. That £5 goes towards um, me buying illegal medication from America for my ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was kidding. On. It goes towards keeping the lights on in the studio. And we've got quite a lot of people that have signed up. It means a lot. But if you're a regular listener, it's the price of a pint now. Feel free to sign up. What's the the tag for the the patron again? What the the URL? Yes. Patreon.com forward slash straight white wheel. Awesome. So there we go. And I'm gonna just ask you, can you give a five star review on Spotify or Apple? It's kinda of dipped a wee bit because I've had a lot of hate for the Rod Stewart thing, so have you? Yeah. Is a is a is a rating on on fucking Spotify taking a hit because of the trolling? Yeah, baby. Oh wait a minute, man! You see this? So if you're listening, please. It literally just takes ten seconds. Gives a five star review. We're still at four point nine. I feel good today. You look good, mate. Thank look... you, mate. You um, look good as well. well We've had you. some feedback about punters saying that they would like to have you on the screen. The only reason I haven't done that, uh, and, it, and it's genuine, was just because it would have been more work for you. Do you know what I mean? Aye. So because, like, Paul's sitting behind camera right now and he's operating equipment. Like, he's the producer, director, and co-host. So I just thought it would be harder if there was, like, two cameras set up and a camera was facing Paul and it was towards his kind of workstation. So... I don't know. My wank station. Exactly. This chair goes back, mate. Like, you can barely... Rip the fucking lid right out of it. <laughs> Go. <laughs> yeah. No power, Jonah Shake it. That's shit. That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 78, we fucked it. <laughs> well. That's <laughs> shit. Date for me, date for Bobby. <laughs> date for Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake. Remember, God Poor has Bobby. a God has abandoned us. God has abandoned. What's making you say that? Where's this came from? Because I listened to that tune and I, I realised that anybody that I've ever loved in my life, God has removed them. So there we go. And do you know what? It all started for a fucking apple. An apple? Yeah, Adam and Eve. They ate an apple, and then he chucked them out of heaven. And now we're living in this fucking misery era fucking apple. <laughs> see if I get to heaven, I'll be like that. Honestly, see when I die and I get to heaven, I'm going to get on. I'll be like that to God. On your fucking knees, you cunt. And grunt. Grunt for forgiveness, you fucking cunt. Oh, you're an apple. A fucking apple. <laughs> get yourself to fuck. I'm the only cunt that would dare burly at the fucking gates of heaven. Fuck this. <laughs> Beep. Is <laughs> it reversing St. Peter that? Where are you going? <laughs> well, I'm off, man. I'm going to hell. Fuck it. Aye, exactly. We're already in hell, mate. Aye, we're living in hell. This is hell, isn't it? Living in absolute hell. But listen, guys, if he's are feeling stressed, just phone brothers in arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a start, man. What a weird start to the podcast. I know, I'm sorry. But that was, right. that was a good tune. Genuinely, though, if you are feeling stressed or depressed... 
People like Brothers in Arms are there. We've mentioned them many times on the podcast. The Cult Walk was recently. Sunday. Just recent now. And I had a group of friends that raised £6,000 for Brothers in Arms. Wow. For a really, really good cause. Danielle and uh, Cherie and stuff. So shout out to them. Good Six people. grand, man. That's amazing. Yeah, it was a group of, group of them. I think it was like 10. So for a really, really special co- uh, cause. So that was amazing. So before we get... Uh, <clears throat> When we get into it, Paul, how have you been? How's your week been? Two seconds. The day all wraps leak oil my seat. <clears throat> That's OCD, mate. What, I can me? get you aye, aye, probably. I can get you medication for America. I was just thinking like Aye, you put your Darren put his backpack on a fucking pack of Dettol wipes and I was thinking it might seep out and you're fucked. <sighs> mate, I'm going to get you OCD meds for America, mate. I'll sort you out. <laughs> <laughs> what did you ask me? Uh, I mean, I was going to say, how have you been? But after that, I, I know you're fucked. No, honestly, man, see, that a pack of them ruined a chair in here. No, like, I, I left a pack of them open, like upside down all night and come in and it just bleached the fucking chair. So I had to like throw the chair out. So I'm just, I'm worried. Anxiety, darling. Nice. Uh, no, I'm all right, mate. Had a good week. I'm just like, I mean, see, since, see, since we had COVID, mm-hmm. noticed I said we though. Since we had COVID, I've had this wee domino effect with work where I had like so many days. I think I might have mentioned this last week, but every time I get my feet cleared with work, it's just like males coming in, males coming in, males coming in, males coming in. So, um, I need to like spend like two or three days. I need to just stop taking bookings in here for like two or three days and just fucking plug myself into the matrix and get everything fucking cleared because it's getting ridiculous now. It's not just like me, like my workload and it's it's also like people having to wait like a week on stuff and that. It's not, I don't like it. So I've been working like a dog yeah. all fucking week. Need to be kind to yourself, mate, especially since the sun is returning. I know, I know, mate. Light nights, mm-hmm. and starting to feel a wee bit of heat after the sun. Summer's coming, hot, hot girl summer for you. Yes, summer bod, beach bod. Ah, I, I don't mind. I mean, I, I've, mate, I'll turn up at the beach with a fucking, uh, a onesie, a onesie. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Try <to>, thank you. <laughs> Try to find something funny to I, say though. Like a carpet wrapped around me. I don't know if that's funny. I know, like I'd turn up at Log Home and wrapped in a cup. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's like, mm, I think that might have happened a couple of times, but um if you ever do you remember or like the dandy? Mm-hmm. If they ever went to the beach and they'd wear like the mad stripy onesie suits with like, the cap, <laughs> turn up like that. I'm glad. I'm glad the sun's returning. We had a good week as well. We went to go and see Bems at SWG3. Was it a fuck, mate? That was on Friday, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it, aye. I did enjoy it. Um, did you see me in the mosh pit? <laughs> just hooking wee guys <laughs> in goffs. Um, no, I genuinely went into the... Did you? Aye. I missed that, mate, because my friend had to leave. So I left uh, with my friends. Was it to get a train? Aye. We we missed the last song. 
or the last two songs, I think. Ah, oh, right, aye. So I think it was a... Well, then you'd have missed maybe like three because he came back out and did one. Mm. Came back out and did a bit. Everybody was shouting, one more tune. And he came back out and he did a wee encore. But no, mate, I, I, I can't remember what, what tune it was, but it was like proper. Like every cunt started just bouncing about. And we were at the back, you know what I mean? We were like yeah. the old cunts at the back. Um, and I was like, ah, nah, fuck it. I'm in one of his Instagram videos. You see me like just bouncing about. Brilliant. <laughs> 40 year old. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's it's opened a page for new type of music for me. I love hip hop and stuff, but I've never really heard that version mm-hmm. of it, like British hip hop. Mm-hmm. So I had fun. Did you have fun? I, d- I definitely did, man. Loved it. Yes. I thought it was great. Sold it. 500 people. SWG free. Cracking venue. I thought Dictator were good, the support band as well. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't see the opening act. I think there was an opening act, but I was too busy drinking Guinness in the pub. But um, went up to a place in Partick. I'm going to fucking name and shame them, man. Um, after it, and it was, let me, is it Kelvin Grove Cafe? It was next to that. Let me have a wee look. Tell me a wee account. The Ben Nevis. Okay. So it's a pub on Argyle Street in Finiston. Mm. And went in and it was busy, really busy. Like Finiston's pure, yeah, man, like, yeah, we're going up Finiston for a couple of espresso uh, martinis, like that type of fucking yeah. vibe. But we came, walked in, there was like cunts with slick back hair and leather jackets at like eight year old and all that, you know, like that type of sort of vibe, like guys that are pure clinging onto their youth. And um, but they'd like an open fire, man, and I was like, ah, fuck, man, the heat in there was incredible. And it pure see that way where it you walk into somewhere and it's so hot, it just zaps all the energy. I had very little energy left because I'd been fucking jumping about at a gig, but um, I pure zapped the last of my energy. But then they served me a fizzy Guinness, fizzy, uh huh. Like when I drank it, I could taste the fizz, and it was revolting. Like zero out of ten. It looked good. See when they, they pulled it, I was like, ah, oh, that looks like a good pint. Off, mate. Aye, it, it was like they fucking pulled it out of a soda stream. Wow, I, w- I wonder how that happened. Like, well, I think that Guinness, the the nitrogen gets added into Guinness. Uh-huh. Um, so I think if something <clears throat> goes wrong with a tap, or if the balance, like, um, if the balance is out, or if it's maybe. Maybe one of the last pints in the barrel or something like that. I don't know. Maybe if I wee Google it like that, I didn't. But it was, honestly, man, I mean, I've never left half a pint of Guinness sitting on a table, mm. man. Um, it was fucking stinking. But some fucking dirty bastard literally farted in the pub. And the full pub was like pure. Who the fuck was that? It was bad. That's bad news. Is that the type of pub that if you get a full English breakfast, it would come out in a fucking shovel? A hundred percent, aye. To be ironic. Uh-huh. It would come out on like a piece of bark. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why is there a conker in my fucking Diet Coke? <laughs> it's garnish. Aye. That's garnish. Like, I'm Googling why, um, why is some pints again as fizzy? We have Ouija board Fridays in here. It's awesome. So it's pulled with a mix of carbon dioxide and nitrogen. And if they get the carbon dioxide and nitrogen mix wrong, it goes a bit fizzy and a bit 
rotten. So there you go. Dirty bastards. How much was it? Six quid? Oh, fuck, mate. Aye. Like, eight or nine fucking quid. But I'll tell you what. We've been sleeping on. Kitty O'Shea's. Yeah. On Great Western Road. Used to be Cleopatra's. Clatty mm -hmm. Parts. Mm -hmm. That, that was, was a the ghost. wind that it sounded like somebody fucking... A fucking ghost there. Um, went there for the cup semi-final on Sunday. Oh my good God. I'll put this on the screen, right? I'll try and remember. I know I'm shite at remembering these things, man. You always forget. Oh, it hit a hint. We made that fucking pipe, didn't we? Oh my God. I've had a sip out of that. Mm. That's a 10 out of 10, mate. I mean, it was unreal. Yes. It was... Unreal, right? So I was at the barn, I was like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. I was like, Just like, pure excited. <laughs> Mace cunts are like pure. Oh, mate, here, wait, you see this bird on Instagram? I'm like that. Wait till you see this fucking pint of Guinness. But the the punters will know when I share their photos, man, because it's so creamy. But I was like to them. I went to the barn. I was like to the, the, the guy behind the bar. He's the manager. Um, shout out to Gerard at the Blank Faces. Do you know the Blank Faces? Yes, I do. They follow me on Twitter. So he's I, just... A great charity, by the way. They do a lot of homeless stuff. Absolutely. He's just got the licence to turn the back office his shop into a food bank. And he raised, I think... I don't know if it's because you said about bras and arms, but I think it was £6,000 he was aiming to raise. And I think he just got over that, just over that, to fully stock his food bank. So on Great Western Road at Kelvin Bridge, the Blank Faces, they sell jumpers... Trainers, hats, scarves. I think 25% of all the profits go towards building homeless packs, which include like sleeping bags and um, stuff for homeless people, but also he's got a food bank there. But shout out to Gerard at the Blank Faces because we went up to the door at Kitty O'Shea's and they were like standing room only and the place is full, sorry, but because he knows the manager, he did a wee, could you say to such and such that Gerard for the Blank Faces is here? Would we be able to get in? And the guy was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know you. And you go, I was like, Fucking who you know, mate. Yes. Who you know. But I was like to them behind the bar. See if you Google where's the best places for a Guinness in Glasgow, this place is not mentioned. It's nowhere to be seen. Um and I was like, they're sleeping on this place, man. Hundred mm. percent. I mean, I could have sat in there, I think during the football, maybe had like four pints. Yeah. Which is a lot for like two hours. I could have sat there all day and drank them. Dangerously good yeah. pints of Guinness, you know. Does Jared listen to the podcast because he he likes quite a lot of my stuff? I think he does, mate. I, yeah, I, he always he always talks about it when I see him. Yeah, he's a good he's a good guy, a good guy in Glasgow doing good things. Um, their shop is on Kelvin Bridge. There's a like a wee cigar shop and an antique shop there. They're in between it. Go in, pop in, and see them. Say hello. Good guy doing good things for the right reasons, bruh. None of this fucking back in the day, keeping swords under flareboards and all that. The only thing he's keeping under flareboards now is fucking food packages for homeless cunts. That's what life's all about, Paul. I've been <laughs> cold water swimming again. We should uh, clip that advert for Gerald and just send it to him to put on the blank faces, like Instagram. <laughs> We'll do that, what was that, 23 minutes, 45 seconds. I'm going to take a wee note of that so that we could, because that's good PR as well for him and for us, man. That's Aye, class. You've boy. you've been doing more cold water? So, I do think I've got a brain injury, right? Because I was there the other night doing a cold dip and I was like, I've only think I've done this five times. And the guy was like, what are you talking about? You've been here every day for three weeks. 
I was like, oh. Well, so, you've been living in that wee cave, then. <laughs> I think I've been dead it for three weeks. I this will be the third podcast that you've mentioned it. So yeah. I think you had done it the week before. Yeah. So it'll be one into two into three. You'll be getting into your fourth week next week. Yeah. That's some one. See everything I said about it, it was all shit. Just forget it. It's my medicine, brother. Here <laughs> she, she I go in there for this. I go in there for which and I don't go there for my drinking, I go there for my thinking. <laughs> <laughs> did you has anyone ever said that aye alright okay I thought you'd just fucking come up with that I was like you're a fucking genius man oh that's a beautiful tagline no for the drinking for the thinking aye. cold water it's no for drinking for thinking mm-hmm. I love that that's beautiful tell you a funny story the other day right two local guys at the <laughs> reservoir I was wearing my glasses and one of the guys was like I, I, I fucking know you and straight away, I was like, I think he thinks I'm for a scheme. So he's like, where'd you come from? Where are you from? I know your face. And I, I knew straight away, I was like, it's because it's Bobby. Right, because you had your glasses on? Aye. Right. And then I, I gave him like two, three minutes. And I just done that, mate. It's Scott, Scott Squad, is it? And he's like, oh, no fucking way, man. Bobby for Scott Squad's doing fucking the dipping and all that. He was brand new. Gave him, he gave us a cuddle, took a couple of pictures, and then my pals came for the dip, and then we started to dip. They walked away, the two guys walked away, brand new, no hassle. But he must have said to people that were just up a wee bit, fucking Bobby for Scott Squad, oh, in there, dipping. Uh-huh. So I'm there with people that I've never met before because I'm in a WhatsApp group for Cold Water. I'm a fucking Owen, Cold Water Therapy. What's the WhatsApp group called? Um, the scheme bath. <laughs> it's not, is it? I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. I can't remember what it's called. Okay. But, um, so is it like a five-a-side, like, like a five-a-side WhatsApp group where there's like <laughs> about a hundred cunts and then like a random Tuesday night, somebody will be like, I need a player for fives and then about 40 million people are like, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play. And it's like Aye. first come, first server. We're a man down. Um, What's the minimum requirement for a cold water dip too? Aye. You wouldn't get yourself, would you? you wouldn't I went out myself. Did you? Aye. I did a Monday myself and they gave us into trouble. Aye, because you, you can like have like heart failure and all that if Aye. it's too cold. I right, actually so, nearly fainted as well, but I'll tell you that. Right, right. so the, he's went up and he's he's got troops. Bobby's done now. He's told the troops, right? So I'm in the reservoir and it's fucking freezing, mate. I'm trying to breathe, right? Uh, about five people have turned up. The people in the reservoir with me don't know who I am. They don't know that I'm a comedian or an actor. It's just, you know, why would I tell them? Why do they need to know? Mm-hmm. So they were like, why are they so fucking animated? So one of the guys was like, ah, all right, my man, how you doing? I've got fucking two warrants out for this. Are you going to use the jail, do you know, Grado or that shit? Right. And then... Uh, Oh, I want an autograph, and I was like, mate, I can't get out, I'm in my shorts, I'm not coming out. I know, today like, an autograph. And uh, uh-huh. then one of the lassies was like, oh, what's the stuff, what's the thing when you take your socks and shoes off and you walk along the grass? Grounding. Grounding. So, in the background, they're like, I think I could fucking do that. I mean, you walk, I walk through the grass with my socks off and all that, and I feel pure amazing, it's fucking quality, so I sh- 
And I had to just say, look, guys, um, I'm a stand-up comedian and I'm on a TV show. I've nominated for a BAFTA. I've got a massive, smooth, juicy hog. I'm being humble here. <laughs> they, they guys have spotted me and I had to tell them. So you're only supposed to be in for fucking five, six minutes. Uh-huh. Mate, guess how long I was in for? Waiting for them to get to fuck. <laughs> go for it. 17 minutes. Oh, mate. Why did you know why to go it? Because they were wanting photos and pictures oh, and right, autographs right. and all that, mate. I was like, I'm not doing it with my, my shorts on, man. So I, I thought you were going to say they were like running down pure Officer Karen. Like, I never did know that. Like, oh I my God. Know that. Know do that. you know what you should do? You should go pure like Shakespearean actor on them. See when they're like, I've got a warrant out. You going to jail me? You should be like, well, actually, Bobby's not a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you don't watch Scott Squad. If you if you watched it, then you wouldn't say that. But I um oh, and that's where I got scheme baffy because the guy that I was talking to that was brand new, uh-huh. he's like, oh, I just come down for a couple of cans and day fishing, and I was like, do you actually catch anything? And he's like, ah, no, it's just a scheme baff, no, a scheme fridge, a scheme fridge, a scheme fridge, because he keeps his cans in the water, cans keep, in the water, keep them cold, a scheme fridge. Best people do it, mate. So we can the call, best. we can call that the podcast Scheme Fridge or God had the, God has abandoned us. <laughs> God has abandoned me. So there you go, mate. You believe in God? Let's get serious for a wee second. Uh, what do you think about God? I think what I said earlier on. I, I'm kind of there. I'm like, if God, God, if God is real, I'd spit in his fucking face. So, there you go. Doesn't get more serious than that, does it? I'd spit right in his fucking face and I'd say, how dare you? How fucking dare you? Imagine you you go into heaven and God and Jesus and all that are all sitting in their fucking cold water tubs. <laughs> Just like, we fucked it. we fucked the world. Jesus, quick, Hi. put me a ice in. <laughs> Maybe I should have just let them eat the apple. <laughs> I'm sorry guys I'm sorry I'm sorry if we're being serious I be- I've got a higher power in my life Aye. I have a higher power I believe that mm. there's something there I believe that if you're a bad person it comes back to you and I don't even know if that's karma I just think it it just the karmic system yeah um, there's like a, a whole there's like different takes on it, isn't there? Um, I like the I like the ripple effect sort of thing where uh, I don't know if it's like Buddhism or I just said Buddhism, 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 and his face was like that. <laughs> Buddhism. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's Buddhism or or what, um, but there's like this whole thing about the misinterpretation of the karmic system, and it's actually like if you look at your so it's supposed to be like. Th- the Western interpretation of the karmic system is if you do good things, good things come back to you. If you do bad things, something bad will happen to you. I'm not a big fan of that because then like bad things happen to good people. Yeah. I've seen that and I've seen them sort of, I've seen good people question themselves. And I've also seen people being like, it must have been like, I must have been terrible in a previous life because all this bad shit keeps happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um. I quite like the the ripple effect sort of take on karma, which is like every action 
has a, a reaction and a consequence, but maybe not you. So we're like all connected. I like this sort of thing, and I I, I believe this sort of idea as well, where all our consciousness consciousnesses, all of our consciousness is connected. So there's like a network that we can see and interpret. So like, and you'll know this yourself, like you walk into a room and somebody's not feeling good, you can kind of pick up on the energy that's coming off of them. And I think that that's 100% something that we're, we're attuned to. Um, but if I do something bad, it it doesn't necessarily always come back onto me, but it goes out into the world and it affects all of us. Mm-hmm. And that's like the ripple effect on the karmic thing. And I think that's the way that they define it as, is that every action has a reaction and a consequence, but the consequence might not be you. It might be somebody close to you or somebody that you don't even know. Because you could do something and it has like a, an amazing or a horrible effect on somebody's life that you've never met. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Do you know what I mean? Do you believe in God? It depends on what you mean by God, I suppose. I know that... And God of your own understanding. Uh-huh. I was going to say, I know within the recovery, it's like to try and make it open to all. It's like whatever you understand God to be. Yeah. Um, sorry for using that voice. It's a coping mechanism. Sorry. Sorry for taking the piss. Um, but I suppose if... Uh, on like the sort of popular idea of God, no, I don't believe in it. Yeah, I believe in the sort of like I'm quite an I'm 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 a bit of a nihilist in that sort of postmodern nihilism where it's like I think that this is all random as fuck. I don't think that there's any meaning to this whatsoever. But I see that as like a sort of positive, as like a positive thing because you're free to do what you want. Then, mm-hmm. knowing like I, I mean, you can choose to do good or bad. But I think that well. I I, I I believe in like Darwinism. I think we're just ancestors of microbiome. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's just one in 27 billion that we're actually here. But that's freeing, in a sense, because there's there's this whole fuddy bad things, you know, there's this, like, watching eye and blah, 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 and then... When I die, something I'm gonna to go to a bad place. I'm just like, nah, I don't believe in that whatsoever. Yeah, I believe that we do go somewhere, but I think that we go into like our consciousness and we go into the higher power sort of stuff. So in a sense, yes, I do believe in God, but do I think that he's, you know, a man? Mm-hmm. No, I think that he's something that we 
as human beings don't have the ability to communicate with or like comprehend even and i think that the way that it's been sort of taught to us as in like you know god heaven blah 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 i think it's all just stories yeah i think i'm there with you mate i'm there with you it's mad that we'll die one day do you not think that's crazy i mean I it's mental but there's also as i get a bit older we're getting fucking we're going beat man um i, I wouldn't want to live forever who the fuck would want to do this forever yeah mate this is rough like parts of this are tough <laughs> yeah there's amazing times as well like and amazing things happen but life's hard man like yeah. you know i think the, the quicker that you accept that shit where you're like life's tough and it, and you sort of like i don't know like the ultimate peace will come one day you know because sometimes when i can't sleep at night this is the stuff that pops into my head like that it was not my choice to be alive like to be born but it's not my choice to die either but sometimes when i was working as a window cleaner sometimes when you're in washing old people's windows or maybe that was a weird example but you get to know people right and they just talk same with my mum when she worked in an old folks home she she would say that the old people would be like i'm actually ready to die mm -hmm. so like death for us because we are young might be scary but see when you get to 70 onwards i think there is some type of chemical reaction in your body that sets you up to be ready for death uh -huh. so it, it doesn't it might be scary for a 40 year old but it's no scary for a 70 year old and i've seen like old people say like i'm ready to go and there's something really peaceful about that because it makes me think like if i'm lucky enough to like live past 50 or something uh -huh. maybe it'll take away uh the fear uh, the existential fear of death yeah uh i i think that I, i've witnessed that as well and i witnessed that even in like my own dad but he was like i'm ready to go yeah and i think that's something that you can really understand you know i think that there's people out there that you know i think there's a difference between being at peace and you know like people that are like suicidal as well like that's a different sort of vibe but it's like i can't cope with this anymore i just you know i don't think that that's that's the same sort of thing that we're talking about here but i i mean i think there's people out there that live a life they have a family they get to that point where it's like what what is there left today and there are people out there that cling on to it as well um you know like they're old and it's like you know they just can't accept it or they want to live forever like you know walt disney you know like that idea like cunts that are like i'll just oh, i'll get frozen and all and it's like there's no cheating this man we are all on a one track road to the you know the the end of life um yeah. and honestly mate i i don't i used to see what you're talking about like being awake at night and and people and i talk i've spoke to many people that are like i've always had this fear of death i have just come to i have just come to a sort of conclusion and a peaceful conclusion inside myself that that's why i got up and day shit every day because this is shot and it's shorter than what you think you know yeah. it was like a <clears throat> i was talking to somebody and they were saying that they follow somebody on instagram and they had cervical cancer 
you know, like 22 year old um, and they had like, a hysterectomy and they had went through all the treatments and done all the radiotherapy and they were going for their final scan and they were hoping for good news and, and they go, oh, it's in your lungs, it's spreading. And the person that I was talking to was like, my first thought was, this is really sad. And then my second thought was, I'm going to go and do something today because that could quite easily be you. And if you sit about and worry about when your life is going to end, you know, you're going to, you're going to miss life. You're worried about this thing ending and you're going to, it's going to pass you by because you're thinking about, you know, just let go of that man. Like it's going to happen to us all. It's kind of like being afraid of waking up in the morning. You know what I mean? And like it's going to happen. If you go to sleep, you're going to, you know, hopefully it's got, you're going to wake up, but it's like a fear of the, inevi the inevitable. Yeah. I think that, that kind of goes quite a lot with people's bad mental health where they try and, uh, they try and avoid stress. They try and avoid pain they try and avoid you know like difficult circumstances in life and i think honestly man see like i said it might sound like a pure shitty thing to say life's fucking rough yeah. and see when you come to accept that and you embrace that because you know there's like this this whole sort of idea that the level of pain that you can experience also means that you open up your window for the amount of joy that you can experience and the more that you try and shrink that pain, like try and avoid painful, stressful situations, then the more that you actually don't experience the sort of happiness and joy of life. So lean into it, like there's no avoiding it. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll, I'll tell you, like, remember talking to somebody a few years ago, just as I was getting over superstitions, I used to be really superstitious, right? And I think that's about avoiding and controlling life, mm -hmm. you know? And they were, they seen a magpie and they've seen like one magpie and they were like, oh, that means sorrow. And I can just remember just thinking like, there is no avoiding that in life though. So, but yeah. you got a day, you know what I mean? And yeah. salute the magpie, what the fuck's that gonna do? Mm -hmm. And would the seen a bird even mean, you know what I mean? And like, why does that mean that you're gonna have a bad day or whatever? But sorrow, it's like what one for sorrow, two for joy. You're you're gonna experience both of them, so don't try and avoid it. Just yeah. go with it. Let it let life take you like a wave and then try and experience every single bit of it. I like what you said there, and I have felt it before about how like you can't avoid it and how everybody's gonna die. So that kinda gives me comfort in a way, knowing that we're all gonna go through it. I just hope it's peacefully and it's in my bed when I'm sleeping and I'm not in the fucking middle of the road when I'm crossing traffic or something, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Something mental like that. Or halfway through eating a curry. That'd be quite funny, actually. Uh, go out with a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I was lying on my deathbed, right, and you were, I was like, Paul, Paul, come here. There's something to tell you. I've got something to tell you. Yeah, that is a joke. And then you'd be like, ah, he was going to tell us something. No, wasn't he? Bamming you up. Then you need to live with that grief for 30 years. Start drinking, taking drugs every day. Sold the podcast studio. Fucked it. <laughs> well. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or if you're lying in your deathbed, imagine if as you're dying, you just do that. No, 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 no. That'd be mental. Get away from me, get uh, away from me, no. Pure fucking trolling your family. I like ghost. Uh-huh. <laughs> Aye, man. Remember that? It used to freak me out, man. The mad fucking goblins coming at the ground, dragging people to hell. Yeah. Or if you just, imagine if you just done that. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopee. Um, anyway, you want to move on for that? Aye. I'm fucking but starting f- missing my dead uncles and my granddad and all that. Fucking hell. Philosoph- getting philosophical. Early doors on a Thursday morning. See Jamie Foxx is fucked. Aye, mate. I don't know what's going on with it. I don't yeah. know what's happened with him, but aye, I have seen that. I've th- I don't really have anything else to say about it. It's just I think he's had a stroke and it's pretty severe. Is that what's happened? I think so. And he's in hospital right now. And he's, uh, he's fucked. So I hope he's all right. Aye, man, me too. I think I seen something on Twitter that was like, not good news about Jamie Foxx or whatever. I know I'd seen reports a few week, a couple of weeks ago. Somebody was out, I think the, the, the news was breaking, but he was sick. Like he was in hospital with like rapid illness or something like that, they were saying. Um, and then I seen something else that was saying it's not going well. Wow. It made me Google, I was just Googling it and I came across, see Michael Schumacher? Mm-hmm. He's still in a coma. Mm-hmm. Aye, mate. And you can't see any pictures, there's no, you don't know where he lives. No. His family have kept it very, very secret. It's quite a sad situation, that one. Very sad. Man. It's a skiing accident. Yeah. Skiing's fucked, mate. Like, fuck skiing. Get that yeah. to fuck, man. I fuck that. So many people get fucking injured. Mm-hmm. Fucking Sonny Bono. Did he die? Uh, he died in a skiing accident. Wow, I never knew that. Um, What's the guy in Taken, the Irish guy? Liam Neeson, Liam his Neeson's wife, wife. Aye, Natasha something. Yeah. He's been fucked since that. Mm-hmm. I was watching a, a clip of a podcast the other day. It was a Polly Shore. Aye, aye. Totally off topic. Saying that he's like neighbours in Las Vegas with Nicolas Cage. And if you want to go into Nicolas Cage's house, you need to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Amazing. And he doesn't allow you to take any, you need to leave your phone. You're not allowed to take any photos, no videos of him, nothing. He's like completely private, <clears throat> no social media. Love Good that. on him, man. Absolutely love that. I've heard something similar to that. It was not Polish show or somebody else said he was very private. Um, here, I don't blame him, man. It must be brutal. It must be brutal. Imagine sitting in your house and thinking, is he going to, like, take a photo of me when I'm fucking smoking a joint or something? Or, fuck that. Mad Polly Shore. Is he going to take photos in my dungeon? <laughs> As I'm eating a baby for Lucifer. <clears throat> so what else do you want to talk about? Oh... The funny bunch. Yes. I'm going through the process of confirming a lineup right now. Yep. As always, it will be amazing. I've got a headliner booked in. He isn't 100% yet. I'll actually double check that right now. But he will be very funny if he says yes. So basically, it's came back for one night. We don't know what we're going to do with it. I might take it to Blackfriars, but for the time being, it's back on the Sunday, May the 8th, and it's at Room 2. Do you know down at Nelson Mandela Place? Yep. 
great venue, good people, and we're mixing it up a wee bit. Let me just see if this motherfucker has confirmed. Yes, Gary Folds. So you're going to do it? Yes. He's going to do the Funny Bunch for a, a, like a new material night? Yep. And when's that? Sunday the 8th for me. Sunday the... No, no Sunday the 8th. But this... Can it be Sunday the 8th? Is it does the... No. Sunday it's, the 7th? Like this Sunday? No, no, sorry. Next Sunday the 14th? The 14th. Sunday... So don't fucking don't even know the fucking thing me you're in gig, man. I hate your Friday fuck. That cold water... Um, my feet are fucking Friday fuck trips. Look, I need to share my resentment, my pain, and my inner fucking gargoyle with somebody. I need a meeting. Is that alright? So, like, pal, this is a fucking Weight Watchers meeting. So, Gary's going to be doing the funny bunch. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Gary Folds is headlining the funny bunch, and I'm going through the process of confirming other acts. I don't want to mention them just in just case. Just in case. But Gary Folds, Springburn boy, very funny. He'll be doing 20 minutes. I'm hosting and there will be one, two, f another three comedians for 10 quid. The reason why it costs a wee bit more is because it's less capacity. The stand was 220 and this is 140 or something. Mate, paying a tenner to see the quality acts that you're booking on the nights is insane. I mean, what was it, 750 in yeah. the stand? That's crazy, mate. Seven fifty, then it was eight quid, then it was nine quid. So Yeah, fucking rip off. No, I'm kidding on Right me. up the fucking beak. Twelve fifty, mate. I would say like, you know. Yes. I would say that twelve fifty, but a very I've still a very, very reasonable price. But no, that's class, mate. So Thank you. Room two. Yes. Whereabouts is room two? Did you say Nelson Mandela place? Yes. Are you coming? Ab of course. Are you kidding? You and a pal if you want. Ah. You and Charm. I'll be there. Take me to you. So there we go. We're looking forward to it. Looking forward to getting it back. And then hopefully I will be announcing some news about filming a special next year. But <gasps> that is very, very early days. A venue is not confirmed yet. But yes. Stay tuned. Num nums. Nummy nums. So you've still been getting some uh, crazy fucking comments on TikTok, fickants. Mm -hmm. But you've been like playing the troll. I was born in the dark. <laughs> Hi, it's like a, I think most of the people that are commenting don't realise that I'm a stand-up comedian. So they're hitting maybe some comments and I'm just firing back and crushing them. And it's been amazing. It's from the Rod Stewart video... <clears throat> Um, there's a couple of other videos as one well. One about your da. Aye, my da one, aye. Your aye. da's Bellend. Yes, my da's meaty Bellend. Apologies, dad, because that video was nearly at half a million views. <laughs> Fuck. Do you, um, like some people, I'll hear it quite a lot in here, <clears throat> and people that are making YouTube content creators know, but like that one bad comment just really like ruins my week. Why does it not ruin like why does it not ruin yours? Like why do you pure revel and <laughs> you're pure waiting for negative comments to come in so that you can just tear cunts down? But like why do you, what do you think's the difference between a content creator that's like 
when people come on like my TikTok videos and they're brutal, you know, like they just rip me and, and then you're like, Mel, more. Feed me more. Uh, well, I think, by the way, Sean got in touch with me. Sean for the, Sean Charmers from the Fatherless podcast. He's going to start clipping our stuff again. You better fucking hurry up. Yes. So I, I gave him a clip to do and there'll be another one on TikTok soon. I think... I'm a 35-year-old man, right? And I, I've had a stressful life. I've I've been through some stuff, as we've all been through, by the way. I'm not saying crime or ever. I've, you know, shit's happened. Then I've had seven years of recovery. Uh-huh. I've been through the process of, like, all that stuff, therapy, mental health problems, suicide attempts, all that, right? Mm-hmm. And then I've had 15 years of experience of doing stand-up comedy to some mental crowds like Masonics, Hen Nights. I've had pints chucked at me. I've had anything that you can think of that's been said about my appearance for, you know, being overweight to glasses to my birthmark to having a fat lip. I've heard it all before. And going through the process of therapy you just re- and doing this podcast as well mate when you told me about like projection and all that shit mm-hmm. i mean i put up in my story last night somebody said i looked like jabba the hut and then i clicked into his profile and straight away i just laughed i was like that ugly fucking bastard has got a cheek to talk about anybody and it didn't it didn't hurt my feelings that's one thing i've noticed because normally when people used to say things it used to hit me like he's mm-hmm. true that's right and i'm like he's just full of shit so i enjoy it i enjoy using it as a, i treat it like a gig like i treat it like i'm getting heckled uh-huh so then i put them down but i think a lot of people that you know you're talking about your content uh, content creators they've never been in front of an audience they don't know what a crowd is like when you're getting heckled uh-huh you know they're sitting behind their phone and looking at it uh-huh. and taking it as absolute devastation. I mean, look at the comments of the, my dad's belly and story, right? Some of them are, this is the funniest fucking story I've ever heard. Tears streaming down my face to somebody being like, you're cancer. I'm like, all right. So that's it. And you know, I went through some similar shit. See, when I done Vine... There uh-huh. was a people. There was a group of people in Vine, mate, Scottish Vine people, that went against me. Pure trolled you. Trolled me, mate, when I was working in Asda as a trolley boy, and I was a part time comedian, and they fucking trolled me, mate. See if this Scottish, you know, the law that's been passed. Uh huh. There's a Scottish law. I like online hate and yeah. stuff like that. Uh huh. See if that was around when that was happening, I could have got the cunts to jail. And I know who they are as well. I know who I know who they are. Where do they stay? <laughs> do you know how <laughs> see the thing is, see when that was happening in my life, it consumed my life. I uh-huh. was scared about walking in the town. I was like, Are these cunts gonna jump me and stuff? And see now, I'm like, I can't even remember their name. Cause it was so long ago and I've went so past it yeah so long a rambling big time there but long story short i've went through all that shit to get to where i am now and i think you need to be like that mm-hmm. i mean you know i remember one time because i i yo-yo with my weight 
somebody's like that fat ugly bastard and then I lost weight and somebody's like that thinks he's a mad shagger because he's lost weight <laughs> like well, fucking win. hell man <laughs> ah you can't even mate that's that's the that's a that's a realization isn't it that no matter what you look like or who you are there's always just going to be some cunt out there that just doesn't like you or I think like I, like <clears throat> I've never thought about what you're saying there like this isn't the first rodeo with like social media and a lot of these people that are talking like content creators this is like you know they only know like instagram tiktok and youtube they've not been doing it for like since vine and been around the block when it comes to people insulting them and felt upset and stuff like that i also think quite a lot of people want everybody to like them you know what i mean and like i think if somebody's doing like a youtube channel and they put a video up and somebody's like you're full of piss or if this content shite or blah 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 they're they're almost like oh no nobody's gonna like this and, and, and nobody's gonna subscribe and they want everybody to love them and it's just like that's not gonna happen it's impossible for that to happen yeah just like if people are out there especially if people are out there commenting on appearance it's like who touched you man like fuck's sake who hurt you yeah especially for like and i've noticed a change in myself and i think a lot of it's got to do with this podcast and therapy a lot of the negative things in my life come for me for like body dysmorphia and see back in the day with the vine stuff i'm like no matter what you say to me i've i've said worse to myself so you cannot beat me but see now like i'm starting to know that i'm no ugly i'm no like even if i am overweight i'm no like fucking half ton uh you know like the documentary shit uh -huh. like i'm not that like i'm just a normal guy that i don't think i'm ugly i'm a normal guy like uh -huh. i look at the positives in life i think i've got a good personality i'm funny you can look at yourself and be like i like that about me i like this about me it's took me 35 years to get like that so and it's took a lot seven years of like work so i don't even know where i was going with that but, but no look man that's a very that that's a very we were just saying there, I'm just a normal guy. That's a very, like, insightful philosophy to live your life by because too many, too many people in the world are trying to be exceptional. And guess what? It's called average for a fucking reason. See, once you, you can... I don't... I admire the pursuit of, like, excellence. Mm-hmm. But I can't get on board with the pursuit for perfection. See, if I'm working with somebody, I'll give you, for instance, I won't name any names because both of them were working really well together. Um, but I've got like a sort of higher-end client, you know. Nobody's higher-end than you. But I've got like a higher-end client who's got a bit of money behind their production um, and what they're trying to achieve on YouTube and, and stuff like that. And they've got like a... Uh, marketing and social media company and right back at the very start when I was chatting to the guy for the social media company we were on a zoom call and I just said to him I can tell you're a perfectionist and he was like well and I went don't hit me with your shite mate like I will do what I do and that's it don't be coming back to me like oh we need to try and do this and try and do that I was just like I don't I'm not going to sit here and worry about trying to make this perfect because perfect doesn't exist so see your whole like the clip 
the clips and I shot myself over that wind. The clips <laughs> need to look like this and it needs to look like that and blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, it does not make one bit of fucking difference. If the content's good, it'll bang. See if it's no, it won't. Look, there's people out there that make millions off of shooting shit on an iPhone. And I was just like, so see that whole vibe that you're bringing to this production about perfection and blah, blah, blah. I was like, bin it. It doesn't exist. And we don't have, I don't, and I was also like, I don't have an actual professional TV style studio like Stephen Bartlett to produce a podcast in the vein that you're alluding to. So let me deal with that and it will be what it will be. And I think that that's like, too many people want things to be perfect and it just doesn't exist, mate. There's always, everything's flawed. Mm-hmm. Everything. And too many people, I hate this fucking shite about be the 1% of the 1%. What does that even mean? Like, what does that even mean? Like, I want to be, you know, a 0.0001%er. Yeah. And what? Life. And what facet of life? Do you want to be the top 0.001% uh, at, at being a dad? At being, you know, at, at what at what area of life? Because yeah. if you just try and make your life perfect and everything perfect, you'll just drive yourself fucking crazy, man. You literally will go insane if you try and do that. Yeah. So see that, with that sort of philosophy of like, I'm an average person and I'm happy with that. You can then use that as the springboard to try and achieve something great. Yeah. But see, as long as you only happy with average, I don't think you'll ever really truly achieve something great. And see, if you day, you won't be happy. Look at Michael Jordan. Yeah. Look, that, like, look at that, that guy is, I mean, he's probably one of the greatest athletes that's ever lived. He was like the first guy to have like his own show. He's made billions. And you watch him in interviews and he's still holding grudges against people like that beat him in a game in the 90s and stuff. Does he look like a happy person with what he's achieved? I don't think so. And no. he's a pure gambling addict and he needs to pure dominate people. And so see, as long as you're like that pure perfectionism, blah, 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 nothing will ever be good enough for you. Yeah. So just be happy with normal, average. Yeah. And see, when people are talking about this, like it's easy. I know it's no easy. It took me a long time to get like this. It started for lockdown. Like, I was on the set of Scott Squad thinking, I wish I could get more acting work. Uh, I want Bobby to get a spin-off. I want more money. Uh, I'm better than this. Then within a week, I'm back in my man, my dad's house. I lost 13 grand work. My bud broke up with me. My hair started falling out. I felt like I get stripped. Mm-hmm. It stripped me, like, of everything. My ego, bitterness, jealousy. I've been through it all. I've experienced that. I used to get jealous and stuff. And then over the space of two and a half years, therapy coming in here, it's just, it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. But I, I've been there before, and uh, I noticed it the other night as well, like, I went in for a dip. It was with two women, right? Now, back, I, I remember, see, when I was younger, mate, I couldn't eat food in front of a woman, a girl, mm-hmm. like my entire life. So, see, to go into water, like, with a pair of shorts on with two birds, that would have been a big thing for me. And the other night, I was in there, 
when the guys were shouting Bobby and stuff. So not only am I fucking shouting at these guys, making them laugh, I'm making the two birds in the water laugh as well. I actually even cracked a joke. They were like, you better get out because you've been in for ages. And I said, I don't want to get my tits out in front of the, the guys. <laughs> and they were laughing and I was laughing and stuff. And I'm like, ah, do you know, seeing the grand scheme of life, it's just, it's just been really freeing. And I've realised that a lot of the, the negative stuff is... Um, for me self-inflicted that's exactly I, what i was just about to say self-inflicted and see all this stuff online about you're fat you look like a disabled elvis and all that it doesn't hurt my feelings mate it does not hurt my feelings and i would never lie on this podcast see if it did i would talk about it but i, I feel a change in it i've actually had people tell me right you better calm down because i've been enjoying it that much Nah, fuck, like, that, fuck off. Aye, like it's <laughs> that's it. People take it all too seriously, don't they, man? Exactly. They take it all too seriously. Because somebody's like, ah, sorry for the offensive word, right? Somebody says, oh, you're a hun. And then I've been, I've had a lot of the comments. On the Rod Stewart the one. The Rod Stewart one. You're a hun. If you don't so, like Rod, you're, you're a hun. So underneath that, I've been putting, we are the people and all that. Right. I'm like, fucking, I love this. Absolutely brilliant, mate. I mean, I love that. I think it's life's aye it's there to be fucked about with man it's there to be played with isn't it? and just going that's one thing that i think as adults that we lose the ability to have fun yes we need alcohol mm. and we need drugs to have have a laugh and have fun and let your inhibitions down and just giggle about shit and i think that's something that it's because life is super serious do you know what i mean and like mm -hmm. we're taught to take it so seriously exactly and i just i hate to bring I do this a lot, um, but see, honestly, the reason that they want you to take life so seriously is because they need you to do their fucking piss jobs for them, and they need you to make, you know, like, billionaires' money's built on the labour of poorer people, and if you don't take life seriously, are you really going to go to your call centre job? You're going to, well, you're going to at least be like, fuck this, and I'm going to do something different with my life, and they don't want you doing that. They want you, like, to be a minion. They want you to be a drone and to get debt and to get a mortgage and get tied down and that's what they want that is exactly what they want yeah. see if you realize like you know like for instance there's been a, a point in time in my life and in your life where like buying a house is like the most important thing and if only i could do that and then either realize that it's not possible or that because of like circumstance like life like life changes and blah 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 and then about a time goes by and you're like and what? Aye. It means nothing. It means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. I mean, even for like, maybe it's a bad example, right? But how many, t have you ever walked down the street and you just see somebody like fucking in the middle of the road uh -huh. or in the middle of the street and you literally just do that and then just back in about your day? Mm -hmm. Mate, I could, you could take your tap off and walk down the street with your tap off. And they would even give a fuck. Be a bit closer to the mic, please. Uh, 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 uh. Aye, well, I mean, there would, I'm sure there'd be a few people that'd be like, what the fuck? You know what Aye, I mean? for two seconds. Uh -huh, but then that that's mad cunt's got his tap off, writing about... But then everybody goes back to their own life, their own worries and their own priorities. Aye. Aye, it's, it is that, mate. Like, aye. I think every single person that I meet and that I talk to worries about what other people think of them. And on some level. Yeah. And if... It's like, 
if we're all worrying about what other people think is why well then we're no thinking about the other person we're thinking about ourselves do you know what i mean um, i'm very grateful that i've got a good hog it's no massive but i must say see i wouldn't be this confident and mellow if i had a tiny cock and i'm not being vulgar i'm just being honest i think that's probably why i'm like this it's because i've got a good hog it takes two horns sometimes and i've got amazing eyebrows as well do you know what I mean? And some say, some need a hell now. <laughs> some need a hell. <laughs> How long have we done by now? Well, we can wrap on that, mate. Hunter, uh, we're on a uh, An hour and ten, so. An hour and ten minutes. Have we got time for Patreon yes, stuff? Yes, mate. Let's do some TikToks. And... Look, my children, children of God, that is the end of the podcast now. That was um, very topical, I might say. Thank you very much to Merchant City Medical for sponsoring the podcast, Lamb Solutions Limited for sponsoring the podcast, The Scheme Fridge for keeping me from walking into fucking traffic. This has been episode 78. See you next week. Remember, Patreon episode £5 a month. See you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.